0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Bros Being Bros Sports P- Podcast. My name's Sam, and I'm here with Nick. What up? Um, today we're going to be talking about some big news with the NFL trade deadline, the hardened injury, Steve Nash being fired, and Emi Adoka um, being now hired as the new head coach for the Nets. Some surprising teams for the NBA season and the World Series right now, the Phillies versus the Astros. So, um, let's
1: get into the NFL trade deadline. Um, so, um, not as surprising of an NFL trade deadline, but there were some big moves. So, um, starting off the trade, trade deadline, like, pretty pretty soon um, into the trade deadline it was uh, Christian McCaffrey going to the 49ers, which was a pretty big move by the 49ers, I think, can really improve their roster and help them long run uh they only traded a third and a fourth i think for mccaffrey which i think is a pretty good steal thinking the talent the amount the amount of talent he has so what's your opinion on that Sam?
0: yeah i thought it was good um because they really didn't give up too much for him and i think you know with their offense he'll fit in nice because obviously with dk not dk debo they get him involved um well and like the run and pass game. So obviously with McCaffrey he's a great receiving back. So I think he'll be really good with the 49ers. And for like I said, how much they gave up, missed nothing. Really.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um and then we got uh Roquan Smith being traded to the Ravens, which was I think was a pretty good move for the Ravens. They really needed a good running back and Roquan Smith is a pretty good uh linebacker.
0: Yeah, I mean, when I look at their linebacker core, all I can think of really is Patrick Queen um, as a guy I know. So I know Roquan will be an immediate addition and a great addition for the team. Um, As we've seen with, like, the Ravens, they've been known for having a great defense. But, you know, as of, like, this season, maybe they haven't been as great, but Roquan will definitely get them back to that status. Like they've had in previous years, and get back to winning.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, for the Ravens, yeah, because the Ravens are being in first place right now. Yeah, they definitely need that because they can make a big push in the playoffs. All right, so we got um, we got T.J. Hawkinson going to the Vikings, which um, I think was a pretty big weapon having Justin Jefferson. Then you got one of the better tight ends in the league, probably second best tight end in the league, probably, and being on the Vikings.
0: So second best.
1: Mm, yeah, I would say so. Um, you got Mark Andrews, but I think TJ Hawkinson's shown more in my opinion. What about Kelsey? Well Kelsey's number one.
0: So what about Mark Andrews? Oh, you have Mark Andrews below Hawkinson?
1: Yeah, I have uh Kelsey, Hawkinson, and Andrews, that's my opinion. What about Kittle? Um he hasn't really shown much to me. I put him at four. And Darren Waller, he keeps getting injured.
0: I mean, Kyle Pitts would be—I mean, another offense like top five, a probably, of but
1: he's kind of disappointing this year. Yeah, he, he's last two weeks he's had pretty good games. He's got a touchdown in both games last two weeks. But um, this this Hawkinson trade for the Vikings, man, this was a pretty good trade. Uh, Hawkinson's I- a great great player. Being on the Lions, kind of hard to show much, but he showed a lot in Detroit.
0: I didn't really expect it because usually maybe you don't trade in your own division, so I didn't yeah. really expect them to send them to the Vikings of all teams. But I guess, you no, know, it works.
1: Yeah, having Hawkinson and uh, Justin Jefferson is definitely gonna be scary. Um, so we got a uh, probably the biggest trade so far this or the trade deadline was um Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins. This was really a trade for the Dolphins, like saying that. This is our year. We we believe in our team, and we're just going to go all in this year. Trading for a guy like Bradley Chubb, he's super young, great pass rusher,
0: and I think he could be a good fit for the Dolphins. Right. I mean, giving up Chase Edmonds in a first. Um, who are the running backs again now? It's Raheem Mostert. Uh,
1: Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson.
0: Oh, that's right, cause they trade for him. Yeah, so Mostert. I guess they say he's the guy. I mean, he's looked like yeah. that guy, you know?
1: And Tua's looked like that guy, to be honest. They're undefeated with him. Yeah, I mean, so they just look really good. Yeah, right? they got some beasts at, re- beast at receiver. You got Jalen Waddell. You got Tyreek Hill. And then they got a beast of a tight end. They got Mike Kosecki.
0: Right? Penn State, boy.
1: Yeah.
0: So um. Yeah, great trade.
1: Um, um, so we got. Uh, we got Chase Claypool going to the uh, Chicago Bears. This was not really surprising to me, but the teams that were interested in Chase Claypool at the moment, uh, the Bears weren't on that list. And out of nowhere, they trade for Chase Claypool. But I think they kind of overpaid for him. Um, I think as a Giants fan, it, our radar for trading Chase Claypool, we'd probably give up a three or a four. So they get they end up giving them a two. Uh, I think this trade was really because the Bears really need a guy that might show, like, how Justin Fields can play with, a, like, a number two, number one receiver talent. Him having only Darnell Mooney and no one really else, it can't really show much. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought, I guess it was a good trade because they need a receiver badly. Like you said, because they only got Mooney, really in the wide receiver core, but I just don't understand it for a team that trades Roquan Smith. Obviously, you're looking towards the future and giving up draft capital like a second-round pick, which is so important in this league. I just don't understand it. I mean, I know I understand, like, Chase Claypool is uh, young and maybe he'll develop, but I don't know. I just don't understand it, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Um, so that was pretty much the only, like the big, big, big names in the trade deadline. But you got a couple smaller ones. You got, you got Jeff Wilson going to the Dolphins. You got, um, Naheem Hines being traded to the Buffalo Bills for Zach Moss. And, uh, you got, um, probably the earliest trade in the trade deadline besides Chris McCaffrey. You got, uh, Kadarius Tony from, uh, our New York football giants, um, being traded to the Chiefs for a third and a sixth round pick, which I think as a Giants fan really was a good trade. But I mean, just because we never really saw him play, uh, he had some issues with our own uh, front office and uh, seemed like he didn't really care to be in New York or he wasn't the right fit. But I hope for the best for him and the, Kansas City, which I think he'll be pretty good with one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but good trade I think for the Giants.
0: Yeah, it sucks to, you know, not see him be great. Yeah, well, let's um, hope Ken a lot of talent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, we should, should. eh. you saw his talent at uh, Florida. You're yeah, definitely very explosive. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, so I guess that's probably it. Very good trade deadline, I think. Yeah. Obviously, towards the end, I mean, there was a lot of deals, but maybe not as impactful as the Christian McCaffrey one because that was way earlier. So that kind of set the standard really high. Maybe didn't meet that. But as sports fans, I think we all look back. and we It was fun. It was exhilarating. Yeah, it was a good trade deadline. Yeah. Now we'll head over to the NBA side. Um, big news, injury news, James Harden will miss a month with a right uh, foot injury. Big yeah, this, loss for the Sixers. Yeah, this
1: is a pretty big loss for the Sixers. Um, James Harden was really balling out um, at the start of the season. As I was watching some of it, he would just make everything. It looked like MVP Harden uh, which, in Houston, which a lot of people thought he would look like in this um, Philly. But it, it didn't really show too early. But now it was showing this season so far and now he's gonna be out for a month. Um the Sixers haven't really been looking the greatest. I mean they have four wins. Uh I think they're four and five. Um without Harden um it's gonna be pretty tough. I mean Embiid is I mean he can be the guy that can carry, but he hasn't really shown much more than Harden has. So let's see how it go- let's see how it goes in Philly.
0: Yeah, obviously probably with Embiid though. Being an MVP caliber player, he'll pick it up. Maybe just having a slower start. Yep. And but, um,
1: ha- having the East being so, um, the I mean, the East is so like uh, so powerful this year. I mean, there's a lot of good teams. Yeah.
0: Speaking of the East, Nash, Steve Nash being fired and them picking up Emmy Adoka as their head coach. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. Um, I think this was the right move firing Steve Nash. It didn't seem like they were playing together well, KD, Kyrie. They weren't fitting well with Steve Nash. Um, yeah, the Nets have really been struggling. And uh, Imea Doga um, really, didn't really think he was like only suspended from the Celtics. I didn't think he could really go to another team, but I guess so. So, yeah, how do you think this works out for the Celtics?
0: You mean the nets or the nets yeah yeah um obviously taking the celtics team i think we have a great talent in the roster but becoming a head coach for one year and taking your team all the way to the finals and almost winning you know the championship coming within two games it shows he's a good coach yeah i mean i guess you know off of the court obviously had some issues but is a good coach. I mean, he's from he was from that staff, right? He yeah, he staff. was. Yeah, so obviously he might know some of the players, and um. I mean, he'll probably do good. But with a team like Nets, with already the issues they have chemistry wise, and maybe just with the roster bringing in someone who already got has issues or, or had issues in the past, I. would I don't know. It, it's all I don't gonna think it's going like, to work, work out how people
1: think it is, to be honest.
0: Yeah. I don't think Steve, it was not necessarily Steve Nash's fault. I mean, I guess you get down yeah, to who a... Maybe being a player, maybe they thought it would translate to being a good coach. Maybe that just wasn't the case or he just wasn't a great coach. But obviously, when we heard from Durant, he was shocked that Steve Nash was fired. So maybe it was – he feels it's more – like their lack of success recently is more off the roster not just the coaching staff.
1: I think they need to make a big trade to maybe, maybe it's not the right fit to get for them both together. Maybe they need to make a trade. Um, Yeah. uh, The chemistry is not right in Brooklyn and I don't know if they're going to be that good with email. They might look a little bit better, but they still got a lot of problems to fix.
0: So we'll see. I think one of their problems is their GM because bringing up the thing from last year when the big KD news, they tried to get Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum in a trade. Yeah, that's, that is, that's not going to work. That's just beyond me of how they would think that would work. But, you know, yeah, game's the game. All Well, going on to the surprising teams, mainly team, it's going to be the Cleveland Cavaliers right now, man. Six yeah. and one, second in the East. Obviously, maybe it's a little... Not really biased, but we're saying it because they beat the Celtics in overtime twice already in this season. But from what we saw, players are stepping up. You know, the newly addition of Donovan Mitchell is pairing well with Darius Garland. And I guess Karis Levert's just dropping 40. So what can you do? Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: Donovan Mitchell, really, people were um, hating on him, really. But people didn't think he could still play. And he's really shown it out to them uh yeah um it seems like that team is just bonding well together their chemistry is really like good together like they got Kevin Love, Jared, La- Jared Allen, um, Karis LeVert, Evan Mobley I mean Evan Mobley and Jared Allen might be the,
0: the the scariest two bigs two big lineup in the NBA right now yeah, yeah I would agree with you I, they're a very good combo and you just look at the roster and how young they are it's, yeah it's I think They got
1: guys like Dean Wade stepping up um, in the starting lineup um, with uh, Darius Garland out. Dean Wade was starting for a lot lot of the minutes, and he was really stepping up. So um, good job to the Cleveland Cavaliers. They need this. They haven't had really a good season in a while.
0: So good job for them. Now we'll head it over to our baseball side where obviously we're in the mix of a World Series going to game – this is Friday when we record this, so game six is Saturday night. Um, Astros are up 3-2 in the series. Are they heading to They're heading to Houston, right? Uh, Yeah, so I think so. Going. I think they are. So, obviously, heading home to get a win to secure the World Series. But you got to give it up for Philly, man. I didn't think they would take it this far, obviously, because the Astros, I mean, they sweep uh, the Yankees, I'm pretty sure, and – I just thought they would do the same with the Phillies, but Phillies have showed that they are a definitely contending team. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't think the Phillies uh really could
1: go this far. I mean, I, I just thought the Astros were too overpowered of a team and they just know how to win, you know. Um mm-hmm. uh but yeah, the last game for the Phillies wasn't really something people want to talk about. Um a combined no hitter by the Astros. In uh, Game Five um, game wasn't w- or Game
0: Four wasn't really pretty. Yeah, I mean, I think this is the second time in history that's happened. Um, yeah, in a World Series, it just shows how dominant the Houston Astros pitching staff is, and I get you just gotta give it up to them.
1: Yeah, but yeah, you gotta give it up to the Phillies too. They're they're trying their best,
0: and I I wouldn't be surprised if this is a seven game series. I wouldn't be either. Because I think both these teams got good heart. Yeah. And I got to ask you, who do you have?
1: Um, uh, I hate to say it, but I think I'm
0: going with the Astros, Sam. In game six or game seven? Game seven. Astros in yeah. seven, I think. I think Astros pick it up Saturday night. I don't think. I think losing at home. I think it depends a lot on who's
1: pitching next game.
0: Yeah. And. I don't know. I mean, Verlander just pitched this last game, so he's not going to be good to go. I did, yeah. Um, mm. I mean, they're not going to pitch McCullers because Philly got five home runs off him. Yeah. I mean, maybe they will give it to him, give him another chance. Maybe Freddie Valdez. Wait, is he starter? Uh, yeah. Or he's Christian good. Javier. Yeah, Christian Javier. Have you, They
1: you they also got Garcia. Here? They got Garcia too.
0: With uh, Freddie Valdez, or whatever, Valdez, uh, maybe they were suspected illegal substances being used in the game. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, but I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the Astros, but I'm not also a big fan of the Phillies. I mean, I would like to see the Phillies win, but I just think um, the Astros are just too overpowered. I mean, they got a mm-hmm. lot of bats in that lineup, a lot of veterans that know how to score. I mean, I watched – I watched this – Um, I think it was the last game. I mean, it was uh, – it was bases loaded, two outs, and Alex Bregman hit a double to bring them all in. Uh-huh.
0: So, yeah. I mean, I mean obviously, I mean, Christian Vasquez on the Astros.
1: Yeah, I, I think Vasquez might come back to Boston after the uh, season.
0: Well, that's all we can hope for. Yeah. What should we do A college football? Talk about college football? Uh, we, yeah. To end off this podcast? All right. Um, so I think if we look at the rankings here, we got Georgia at one and Tennessee at two. That's a little surprising.
1: Yeah. Um. I think Tennessee has a big game this week. Um so yeah um but uh pretty pretty um upsetting season uh if you're a Penn State fan right now.
0: Right. I uh-huh. mean I mean we're at 16 got at yeah, Indiana yeah um, this week. I mean, we should win, but so,
1: um here's the slate of games for tomorrow. Uh we got UNC versus uh UVA. Um, you got a uh, Ohio State versus Northwestern. You got T- TCU versus Texas Tech. Um, you got uh, Tulsa versus is who's is this? Tolney football. Uh that Tulsa might win that. Maybe uh,
0: do the top twenty-five. Top
1: twenty-five. Okay, the AP
0: twenty-five. There's a big game at three oh, thirty. I'm looking at 20.
1: it. All right, this is the rankings right now, college football rankings. So, uh, we got top 20. Top 20, you got Syracuse, you got Tolane. Okay, Syracuse at 20, Tolane at 19, Oklahoma State at 18, North Carolina at 17, Illinois 16, Penn State at 15, uh, U- Utah fourteen, 14, uh, Kansas State 13, UCLA 12. Wait,
0: wait, wait. wait. I, don't, I don't think you have the right one. So, I'm looking at it right now, and it's different. Uh yeah, because I got Penn State at 16, not 15. Ah, okay. But anyways, big game. I guess we could talk about that. at 3.30. It's going to be Tennessee versus Georgia, the one and two going against each other.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. That's a big game. Um, I mean, if Tennessee wins, I mean, they're the real deal. They just beat Alabama. Um, they beat Georgia, too. I mean, they might go all the way.
0: Yeah. Um, any good other game? I mean, Alabama LSU should be a pretty decent game.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, you got, nah, you got Clemson Notre Dame um tomorrow at seven thirty. I mean, that's a pretty good game. Yeah, Notre Dame hasn't been that surprising this year, or um, good at all this year. And they're five and three, but Clemson at eight and zero. Oh, if uh, Notre Dame could uh, upset them
0: yeah it would be it's gonna be a far stretch for the Michigan and Clemson both being eight and no I think Ohio State Tennessee and Georgia might have their spots secure but obviously with the Georgia Tennessee game someone's gonna fall out of the spot someone's gonna be eight and one after Saturday so
1: we have some uh underdog games here that could happen that could really uh, uh, mess up the uh, AP twenty
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you got you got you got a game like, um, Memphis versus UCF. I mean, that could be a toss up. You could you got a got you got a game like Arizona versus Utah. I mean, what if Rutgers upset Michigan? That would really, man, mess up the entire thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, that would just be insane. Not like they can't do it, 'cause everyone's got a ch- everyone's got a chance, but Yeah. Um, I guess we'll end it off with one last question. As we look to the season, what is your top college quarterbacks? Like who do you have maybe going first in the draft and maybe you're like top four or five? Um
1: uh right now, I really like the Tennessee's quarterback Hooker. I like Hooker right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I also like I mean CJ Shroud's looking good, Bryce Young's looking good, I mean they always look good. Uh yeah, Will Levis, he's doing alright. He's bowing out. Uh I think Yeah, those are my those are my kind of top five, top four guys.
0: Yeah, I mean I would probably if I'm looking towards like a Top quarterbacks and who to take first. I think I'm taking guy from Alabama, Bryce Young, over CJ Stroud and the other three that you named.
1: Where do you got Hooker?
0: Um, I think I got I think it's like Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, hendon Hooker, Will Levis. Uh Uh-huh. The only thing that I've heard from people I didn't know that Henon Hooker is a new transfer either this year or last year to Tennessee. And, obviously, I think they got a new offensive coordinator and a bunch of new weapons in, like, Jalen Hyatt. So, uh, maybe maybe with a – is it the offense he got? Because he struggled before he came to Tennessee. But, I mean, talent's talent. I think we've seen he's got the arm. He can roll out. I think he's got the whole package. Yeah, so.
1: yeah Jalen Hyatt, I really want the Giants to draft.
0: Yeah, I think you be a great it'd be a great piece in the NFL
1: um Tennessee's last game uh, they beat uh, UK or uh, Kentucky 44 to six yeah so I really like will Levis this year I think he could be an underrated guy in the NFL and he has his 1800 passing passing yards he has 13 touchdowns with eight interceptions so not too bad
0: he also eats mayo in his drinks mayo in his coffee so he's he's a special guy he's Very a different special breed. Guy. yeah different breed yeah. well thank you everyone for listening this would be it for bros being bros sports podcast um the first of many
1: first of many yeah
0: coming. first one we've done hope to do more and yeah yeah Peace out, people.
1: Yeah, thanks for listening.
0: Yep.